hablando solo de ti Good morning. Thank you for joining us on Behind the Scenes with the Hanover Theater. Today we have a wonderful guest here on our show. We have Sebastian Eisenbard from Il Devo. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us. We're really excited for Il Devo to be performing here at the Hanover Theater on Tuesday, March 7th at 7.30 p.m. Um, now, for those who aren't familiar, Il Devo is an extremely interesting and talented group. Um, they're a multinational classical crossover vocal group. But before we talk about the group, would you like to introduce yourself and talk a little bit on how you got your start as a performer? Yes, sure. Um, so I'm Sebastian. I'm French and I'm uh, the pop singer of the band. My three other uh, friends are um, classically trained. We sing pop songs in that kind of a pop operatic way which makes it very unusual. And uh, people who love voices and good music generally loves our band. We've been together for um, the last um, 19 years now, almost. Um, we lost a member of our band, sadly, and uh, it was very painful uh, over a year ago from COVID. So we have a guest artist who's a baritone. His name is Stephen Labrie that we really love working with. And we wanted to, you know, keep, you know, our band together because the fans were asking us to not stop tour. And we've had so much love and support last year, which really made us strong as a band and really wanted to give the fans what they needed, wanted. And it really got us really close as a band. And I'm really excited to be with you guys on March 7th because that's the day I'm turning 50. Oh, that's so fun. It'll be fun to I celebrate know. your birthday here. I um, know. <laughs> so you said that you've been in a group for about almost 20 years, right? Um, so can you, can you tell us a little bit about how the group came to be and, you know, how you met and everything? Yeah, so everything started with um, someone called Simon Cowell, who you probably all know from uh, American Idol and he basically had the idea of putting a band together for like the three tenors, really wanted to um, show the, um, the the vocal uh, aspect that people weren't really familiar with. At the time there was Bocelli, but there was nothing really like that. So he's decided to put a band together, um, which is like pop opera where we sing pop songs. Our first hit song was uh, Regresa Mi which is Unbreak My Heart. That's the first song that went out and went was number one in, I don't know, 30 countries, I think, or something like that. And was um, really, you know, broke the band. And we sing pop songs. We also sing more classical songs like Nella Fantasia or, um, you know, more classic songs. And uh, we're very lucky we've been having a lot of success since the last 19 years and we're always trying to raise the game trying to do better music trying to learn and improve ourselves um, that's always the aim of our band and what's been really nice over the years we've noticed that um, there is a, um, a more a younger audience that keeps coming to see our shows and that feels really wonderful to 
see how it impacts everyone and how people really love that kind of music. Yeah, that's really great. Um, so I, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but you guys are a multinational group. Um, you've recorded a lot of songs in different languages. You've got some Spanish songs, English, Italian, French, Portuguese, even Latin. Um, so how many languages do you speak personally? Um, I speak some Spanish, a bit of Italian and French, so obviously French and English. That's amazing. But one one of the guy in the band called Urs, who's Swiss, speaks something like seven or eight languages. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, that's so impressive. Um, and so Pretty I'm sure <laughs> you've uh, I'm sure you've been all around the world. So do you know just about how many countries you've performed in? You know, I have no idea, but I would say probably everywhere around the world. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I I don't know that there's a place. Uh, I mean, maybe that's a little bit arrogant. I'm sure there's a few that we haven't done, but we've performed literally everywhere. That's so cool. And so now you'll be here in Worcester, Massachusetts, and we're very excited to welcome you. Um, so before we talk a little bit about the show, can you tell us a little bit about how you got your start um, in performing and singing? Yes, absolutely. I was um, I was a very introverted um child you know i had a difficult childhood and i uh, used music as a kind of way to express myself the uh, therapeutic way and i discovered the sound of a piano when i was six years old and i really loved um how music was healing for me and quite young i started wanting to write songs um you know i was self-taught um i started to play guitar when i was 13 and i started writing songs then and um i became a solo artist when i was 21 in france and i've done a few pop records in uh in france i'm i'm a pop singer and i used to listen to pop rock and uh, stuff like that you know garbage i don't know if you knew this band but i was very into um yeah rock music and i was working on my solo album when i heard about il divo and it was through carlos who is one of the member that we've lost sadly they were looking for uh someone in the band to sing and i said absolutely and i went to do the audition and i didn't like the idea of being in a band but maybe honest <laughs> i was doing mom things and i was like i don't really want to do that i still want to make my own music but i heard the music i didn't know who simon was simon cow and um i was like you know this could be really something unique why don't i try and the next thing i know is after going to do the um, my audition in, in france they asked me the few days after that to move to England and start the process of recording and the rest is kind of history. Oh, that's awesome. And and like you said, now you've been all over the world. So that's really cool. It's um, pretty amazing. Yeah, I bet. And so you brought up the word uh, popra earlier. So that's um, pop and opera. So how did you get into this genre of music? Like, how did you how did you know that this was your thing? 
Yeah, that's a good question. I didn't know it was my thing. <laughs> I didn't know that it was going to be something I may enjoy doing. In fact, I was very open just to try and see what happens. And I then realized how uh, I was learning something totally different new because doing pop music for me is something that I knew how to do. Uh, but I didn't know how to sing in that operatic way. So I've learned so much from my uh, brothers that I was able to really do something unique with them, uh, something that wasn't existing. And um, yeah, that's kind of how everything happened. Cool. Um, so let's talk about the show a little bit. Can you tell mm -hmm. us um, what kind of shows the audience will hear? I mean, what kind of songs the audience will hear and um you know tell us a little bit about what your favorite songs to perform on tour are yeah my wow well, i've got so many favorite songs we've got a uh, i don't know like 200 songs or i don't know like honestly a lot 300 songs like i i don't know a lot of songs um i really like singing intimate songs to really big ending songs with that full operatic voices there's a song called adagio that I really love singing. There's a, a song called Mama, which is an original song that we uh, had for all the mothers out there, uh, future mothers. Um, and uh, I mean, there there are, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you which are my favorite songs, but what's really interesting with this uh, new tour is that we're um, trying to, tell our fans and everyone else that we are not stopping El Devo, that they've given giving us so much strength that we are actually feeling really strong and we're not uh, we're not uh, willing to stop actually and we are working actually towards a new album and we're going to be performing some songs that we've never performed actually before. That was on our previous album. So it is a, a way to a gift to our audience something new and different that's wonderful and that's very exciting my next question was actually going to be um what's coming up next for il divo besides the tour but you know any any <laughs> other tidbits that you have for me yes absolutely we are um we're in the midst of the process of working towards our new record for our 20 years anniversary and that we are super excited about it um I personally have a lot more hands-on on the on the record. I'm, I'm getting involved with the uh, producing part of it. And um, I think, it, you know, we're trying to, um, what's the, I'm trying to find the right word. We're trying to surprise our audience and by taking some risks and finding some new directions as well um, that people would not expect us to do. And, um, I think it's going to be an incredible album, honestly. Um, yeah, a really big turn into our career. Awesome. Well, it looks like there's a lot to look forward to. Um, I hope everybody is excited. Just like me, I'm very excited for you guys to be here. Once again, that's Tuesday, March 7th at 7.30 p.m. here at the Hanover Theater. Um, there are plenty of excellent seats available starting at just $59.00. There's also some VIP packages available as well. And you can find all of that at thehanovertheater.org. That's theater with an R-E, the theater, thehanovertheater.org. 
Um, Sebastian, anything else you want to say to our listeners before we wrap up? I just want to say thank you so much for having me on your program. I'm really looking forward to come to uh, the city on March 7th in Warsaw. I can never say that properly. You have to excuse me. <laughs> However, I think it's going to be exciting. It's I don't recall ever been there and uh, it's a great way to celebrate my 50th birthday in a place I've never been to and meet some awesome people. Yes, we're super excited. Well, thank you, Sebastian, and thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next time on Behind the Scenes. She closed her eyes Beautiful tired eyes under the night sky into the bright light. Good morning. Welcome to Behind the Scenes with the Hanover Theater. This is Sarah Garofalo, and today I'm here with someone that is near and dear to the city of Worcester and a great friend of ours here at the Hanover Theater, Ricky Duran. Welcome, Ricky. Hey, how's it going? Going good. We're happy to have you here. Um, I'm really excited to be joined with you today and to talk about your upcoming show here. Um, Ricky Dram will be here making a stop on his tour May 6th at 8 p.m. We love having Ricky here because for those of you who don't know, he hails from the great city of Worcester. So, Ricky, the last time you were here, it was 2021. We had Mm -hmm. just reopened our doors after being on a little hiatus due to covid you were actually our first show after reopening. Um, it was an incredible night. I I believe that the mayor was here and you received a key to the city. Is that true? Yeah, that's right. It was actually pretty uh pretty amazing. Um, he he gave me the key to the city on the stage of Hanover, and uh, like you said, it was it was wild because we were on a hiatus due to COVID, and like you said, it was a first performance there since uh you know the pandemic. And uh, we had a great turnout. I had an awesome time. It was probably one of my favorite performances to date. That's awesome. Can you tell us a little bit more about that night and how it went being the first show back on our stage? Sure. Yeah, it was uh, it was great because, you know, I hadn't been able to perform uh, for a long time. And and I think we had about 2000 people uh, there that night. Uh, and my band flew in from Austin, Texas, and we were all very psyched to get up on stage and uh yeah it just the crowd was uh very energetic and you know anytime I finish a song they just start uh cheering and it was almost like a, a big homecoming for me after you know my performance on the voice and uh just getting back into the swing of things I love that so as we both mentioned you're no stranger to the area so you're from Worcester um you also graduated from the Berkeley College of Music right Mm-hmm. That's right. So can you tell us a little bit about, you know, being in New England and some fond memories you have from Worcester in particular? Sure. Yeah. So I, like you said, I grew up there and my family still resides up there. Um, I have four nephews. I go and visit them pretty often. I actually got a private show coming up in the next few weeks, uh, which is always nice. I get, get to spend time up there. Um, and, you know, growing up in, in Worcester, it was interesting because um you know, now I think that there's a lot more music in in the area than there was. But growing up, I found that 
I was kind of like a like the a lone sheep out there, like doing my own thing. And I was playing acoustic gigs for years and years and years. I graduated from Berkeley College of Music, uh, such a great college, and I learned so much from not only the professors but the the students that you know travel there from all over the world and are just like just incredible, uh, incredible people, incredible musicians. Um, but yeah, I always love going back to Worcester and, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely still my, uh, biggest, I guess you'd say my biggest fan base is still in Worcester and, uh, they welcome me with open arms every time. So I'm very excited to get back there May 6th. So can you tell us a little bit about some of your favorite places to go in Worcester when you're here and, you know, where you spent your time growing up? Sure. Yeah. So I actually, you know, when I was younger, I grew up in Grafton, Mass. So I, I like to go there every now and then visit friends. Uh, my buddy's place, uh, he owns Cancun's out there, Mexican Mexican joint. Uh, but when I'm in Worcester in particular, I mean, I love spending time on the lake, Lake Winsig during the summer. And uh, a lot of my friends own own bars out there, you know, uh, the Pint, Valentino's, Mezze. Uh, I started, you know, the first bar I actually ever played at in Worcester was The Banner. Um, which is, you know, I think that why it was so nostalgic for me to be performing at Hanover Theater because I was, you know, playing four or five nights a week just around the corner at these like smaller local bars and to get into a theater like that and and, and pack it and just have, uh, you know, people coming to see me sing rather than, you know, when I was growing up, people would go see the game and I'd just be kind of background music. Um Sorry if I got off topic there, but I'm just back back at that. You know, it's just uh, it's just such an amazing feeling. I believe it, and that's amazing. And we, like I said, we just love having you here, and it's it's just amazing. Um, especially since you have quite the impressive resume. Um, you mentioned earlier you were on um NBC's The Voice. You were the runner up of season seventeen. Um, mm-hmm. you you've also won a few awards. Do you want to talk to us about those? Uh, so I was on season 17 of The Voice. I got runner up, um, which is really uh, it kind of just put me in a whole different category of, of, you know, as far as notoriety, because I, I hadn't gained that that level of, uh, I guess, success or just exposure. You know, that that show just broadcast me out to, to millions of people and uh, kind of helped launch my career. Um, but I, I've, you know, I've gotten awards as far as uh, the city of Worcester. I, I believe I've I've got uh, best male vocalist, best uh, solo artist, um, for a number of years now, which is is really nice. I love that the city does that. It just keeps uh, you know, local musicians. Uh, it gives them something to look forward to, uh, and makes them feel like you know we're in the community and, and people are noticing us. Um, I also won Berkeley College of Music Battle of the Bands, uh, back when I was there. I was young. Though. I was about eighteen years old. Uh, playing around the Fenway Park area. That was a great show. Um, I don't know of, I'm sure there's other awards that I'm not, <laughs> not remembering right now, but, uh, but yeah, that's, it's, it's been, it's been great. Yeah. I see um, in your bio that you won um, the people's choice award for the international songwriter contest in 2022 for she closed her eyes. That's right. I'm sorry. I don't know how I forgot that. Um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, that's a, a song I wrote for my mother and uh, my sister actually placed me in the competition without me uh, knowing. And next thing I know, she didn't really tell me until uh, we were like, you know, top 10. And I was like, wow, this is really happening. So, uh, yeah, I won the People's Choice, which is 
basically the you know uh, fans get to vote in and uh yeah it's really really amazing that's awesome um and so your newest album is space and time um and that was charted number one on itunes it was also recognized as one of the top new england albums of 2022 by worcester magazine so shout out worcester again Mm -hmm. um but can you tell us a little bit more about how you got your start in music before you started achieving all these accomplishments yeah uh i grew up playing music uh, basically because my father was a musician and growing up he used to play all the time, play piano, bass, guitar, and sing around the house at parties. And uh, that's how I guess I, I got inspired uh, to start. Then I started taking guitar lessons and, and got into blues guitar, Jimi Hendrix and Steve Ray Vaughan, all that, who are still, you know, some of my favorite uh, favorite musicians to listen to. Um, yeah, and then I guess it was a matter of after high school, me deciding, you know, what do I want to keep pursuing this, what I want to do? And Berkeley was the only college that I – I actually applied to. So I didn't really have a plan B and I've never really, uh, never really entertained the idea of doing anything else. So it's always been, you know, the number one thing I want to do. And uh, I think just the amount of time and dedication that I've put into it uh, have led me to where I am today. That's amazing. Mm. Um, And so speaking of your album, can you talk a little bit about your inspirations behind some of the songs on your album? Yeah, so this this past record, Space and Time, was a very personal record. A lot of the songs on there, I actually wasn't sure if I wanted to release because they pertain, you know, very much so to actual events in my life. Um, wrote a song for my mother. Wrote a song for my father. Uh, there's a song on there about basically leaving leaving Worcester and going down to Austin, Texas. That song's called Selfish Love. It's one of my favorite ones on the record, um, and yeah, I just think that as far as lyrically based, it's, you know, kind of a narrative uh, of my life. And as far as the music pertains, uh, uh, it's very blues influenced, uh, very songwriter influenced also. I believe that it was categorized as Americana. Uh, I wasn't really going for a genre in particular, uh, just kind of what came out, but um yeah, you can you can definitely hear the blues influence on pretty much every song on the record. Cool. Mm. And so, like I mentioned earlier, you will be here on May 6th at 8 p.m. Can you give us some details about your tour and what people can expect when they come to the show? For sure. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going on tour starting in March. Uh, we're going to hit, let's see, Connecticut, uh, New York doing LA we're doing Jacksonville Florida we're doing Nashville out here in Austin uh, it's my first national tour and of course May 6th we're going to be in Worcester Massachusetts uh, definitely going to be one of my favorite shows on the tour and my buddy Max Boyle who I met on season 17 of The Voice he lives out in Nashville now he will be opening the show we're flying him in from Nashville uh, and he is a phenomenal talent his voice is incredible it's it's kind of more of a pop soul uh, genre. And I think that everybody that, that enjoys my music will also like his music. So it's going to be an awesome night. He's going to start off the show and then I'll do a six minute set with a, my full band. Some people from Austin, some people local in Worcester. Um, and uh, yeah, you can expect to hear a lot of new tunes that I'm working on uh, for my new EP. Uh, but also I will be playing my favorites from the old record space and time. 
That's super exciting. I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. And I know that everyone here is as well. Um, we have a conservatory here at the Hanover Theater where students can take all types of classes, um, but we also offer private voice lessons. So I was wondering if you had any piece of advice for those who are trying to, you know, jumpstart their career as a singer songwriter as well. Uh, yeah, I'd just say that, you know, if I could change one thing or, or you know, go back and, and tell myself, you know, maybe you should be doing this. It's just to take as many opportunities as possible because you never know what what door is going to open for you. And uh, as far as songwriting goes, you know, share your music. Uh, don't be afraid to write with with someone that's even outside of your genre. Just, you know, the more that you have uh, at your disposal, I think the, the more likelihood of success you're going to come across. Um, yeah. And just constantly practice. I mean, it's all about the time you put into the craft and, and connections are also key. Just get out there and meet people, like-minded people. Um, and honestly, I would say traveling has, has helped me quite a bit. Just, uh, I guess that goes with, without saying, you know, meeting new people, different States and, and just coming across different opportunities that, uh, you wouldn't normally, I think it's a matter of just taking those steps and, and taking chances. That's great. Well, Ricky, we are super excited to welcome you home to Worcester and have you grace our stage here at the Hanover Theater again. Do you have any parting words before we wrap up? You know, any tidbits about what you're up to these days? Um, Sure, yeah. So I'm, you know, just working on my new EP and uh, very excited about that. It's going to be kind of a soul. Uh, I don't want to put myself in a box, but maybe a little bit of country in there and definitely some blues, uh, some awesome songs, probably my favorite songs that I've written to date. Uh, but other than that, you know, check out my tour. You can go to Ricky Duran. Uh, sorry, I am Ricky Duran.com. Check out when, when I'll be in your area. Uh, obviously, May 6th, I'll be in Worcester. Uh, and just please stay up to date on my Instagram, Facebook. And I'm really looking forward to seeing y'all May 6th in Worcester. Cool. So are we. Uh, so once again, Ricky Duran on his Space and Time tour with his special guest, Max Boyle, will be here May 6th at 8 p.m. Tickets start at just $33. There are plenty available on our website, thehanovertheater.org. There are also a limited amount of VIP meet and greet tickets available as well. So, Ricky, thank you for your time today. It's been great talking to you. And we Thank you be- so much, Sarah. Yeah, we'll be back next week with more Behind the Scenes. Yeah, mama, close your eyes. Never stop shining.